My news listening habits include many different media these days, but my favorite sources are National Public Radio and its more local flavor, Minnesota Public Radio. Listening the other day, I was struck by something beautiful and fun in contemplating. What's in a name? I guess you can file this one under the title, Interesting Observations That Are Utterly Useless. It's just that I have developed a fascination for some of the names I hear when listening to National Public Radio, NPR, and Minnesota Public Radio, MPR, day after day. The show hosts, newscasters, reporters, and contributors showcase names that are like a smorgasbord of enjoyment for the voice. I've gone from smiling at the names as I hear them morning and night to now writing about my name fetish here. Are you a listener? Has it ever occurred to you that this might be the greatest collection of beautiful and interesting names in the history of media? Just contemplate the material I'm talking about. The names are as individual as the individuals they represent. Yet some just seem to roll off the tongue in a downright lyrical fashion that makes saying them fun. David Brancaccio has me rolling my R's and accenting my C's like an Italian gondolier. Nova Sappho always makes me look to the skies in search of extraterrestrial activity. I usually expect him to report on something science-related. I wouldn't be surprised if his nickname is Supernova. I envision Tim Pugmire as a big brute, maybe a guy looking for a fight. I wonder if that helps him to get interviews with people, whether he's actually a large guy or not. Our names often derive from ancestors and the vocations that they held. Shepherds, for example, were originally shepherds with a PH until somebody made a spelling change one day. Miller is the seventh most prevalent surname in the U.S. A long time ago in England, Millward, literally Mill Keeper, was eventually abbreviated to Millar, and then, well, you know. Any of the great names on public radio today could certainly come to mean broadcaster in the future, and deservedly so. We could be pursuing a vocation in Jack Spear. Lakshmi Singh is arguably the most compelling name for a newscaster that I've ever heard. Roger Mudd was a good moniker, but largely in a humorous way. Lakshmi Singh commands my immediate attention for her news reports. I'd believe anything she told me. Corva Coleman alternates with Singh on newscasts, and the crisp alliteration in her first and last names conveys a credibility for news delivery. She has the perfect name for hard news. Phil Picardi catches my attention too, but mostly because every time I hear his name, I'm thinking Bacardi, as in rum, and I fully expect a drink recipe from him until I remember that his name isn't spelled that way. Given the evolution of how names evolve, look for the spelling of his name to change in future generations of his family. Either that or the rum will switch its spelling to conform to a well-known public radio voice. Of course, it's a dangerous game to come to any conclusions about anyone based solely on name. 
I understand that and would never consciously ascribe any characteristic to a person according to appellation. To do so is nothing less than attaching a label to someone without basis, like any other unjust discrimination. But when Emily Bright delivers a report, I can't help but prepare for a well-crafted, insightful story. She may, in fact, have delivered any number of so-so pieces, but my positive expectations likely smooth over any defects. She's a near genius in my mind, so, so bright. Molly Wood has been assigned perfectly as a marketplace technology reporter. By the time I realized that her name was not Hollywood, I had already come to expect jazzy, culturally exciting insights. Sure enough, her stories are consistently entertaining in a Hollywood kind of way. When Stephen John gives me an update, his report is crisp and clear, but only after I've determined whether the reporter's name is Stephen or John. I like to know exactly who it is that's educating me, and it takes me a second or two to orient myself to two first names. Lulu Garcia Navarro is gifted with a name that just keeps on going as you say it. I confess to repeating her name over and over just for the fun of it. Paula Poundstone has a name that any comedian would love to have. She had the good fortune to be born with it which is perhaps one of the things that led her into comedy. Mark Zedeklik has a name that sounds like the Iron Range in northern Minnesota. Steve Inskeep could be a Dickens character as a pub proprietor, and Kai Rizdahl should be riding the Minnesota Vikings' Nordic battleship. The richness of the names goes on and on and on. I'll admit that there are occasions when I've tuned to public radio on the basis of great expectations for hearing a new handle to add to the pantheon of great names. I might have heard one the other day, but I might need some time to play with it. Hmm, what can I do with Robert Smith? <laughs>